0: Blog Talk Radio. most host, the Blog Talk Radio show. I'm your host, Mr. Hart, and I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a wonderful show for you scheduled uh, this afternoon. Um, a show that really, I wanted just to come on and chime in on um, what's really been happening uh, these past several uh, days, so to speak, uh, uh, dealing with our people and and um, a lot of the foolishness, man, that, that that's really been happening. Uh, in the media as of late, I'm going to be doing a show, also dealing with us, at, dealing with us as a people, man. Because you know, uh, uh, there's a lot of things that, that we have to, you know, as a people, as, as an African people, that that we uh, have to be accountable for, and that we have to, we have to do a better job. Um, I'm I'm going to do a show pretty soon, uh, dealing with all these killings, man. These brothers are killing our sisters left and right. If they're not killing the sisters, they're killing the babies but i'm on I'm gonna tackle this show uh today and, and I titled it uh, if you don't know who you are, then surely you won't know where you're going and we're talking race in america and um i'm gonna play an insert uh from my dear brother uh, uh Kwame Ture, a uh wonderful um Lecture he did back in um, uh, back in 1989 uh, at the University of Chicago, uh, dealing with the lessons uh, he was teaching from the lessons, uh, primarily from the 60s. But nevertheless, the brother was was actually um, t- talking about because people people say yeah the Black Panthers were so successful and things of that nature, and um, I urge you to go and Google that man Kwame Ture. Um, Lessons from the 60s, and it's from the University of Chicago back February 18th, 1989. It's a wonderful little um, uh, 30-minute or so um, lecture that he did, man, because one of the main problems that we have as a people, and as Kwame Ture was saying, uh, that we're mobile, yeah, you know, you know something happened to us, we react and he and 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 he was saying in short, that the reason why we never get anything done or accomplished from this because we 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 are reactionary and he and he said even in the sixties, you know with his himself uh, with the black panthers, he's the former, a member a key member of the Black Panthers, and the brother was saying even during the sixties, they weren't organized. They were mobilized, but they weren't organized. And and, and the problem is um, when when you you finally get to that that point where you you, you finally start to get some justice, and as as Kwame Ture uh, said, the problem is now you don't know really what you want. And even if you get the few things that you do uh, ask for, um, at the end of the day, what happens is they, they give you, meaning the global east the white society, what have you, they give you a spoonful and it dies down and then the shit starts back up. Because never ever were you organized. You were just reactionary. Every time something happened and like he said, black folks gotta stop reacting to everything that happens when you ask need to be organized as part of my friendship. You need to be organized now. I saw someone earlier on Facebook they said that, um, you know, they said, dear black people, and I'm paraphrasing, but 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 what it said was stop making racism dealing with, you know, what we're going to talk about in a little bit, what, what happened in, in, um, in making Georgia, at Cheddar's Restaurant, and also at Starbucks, two different Starbucks. He said, he, he, the brother said, stop making racism the reason you go by black. Me and your silly ass running around here. Singing, bouncing in your car, Gucci, Prada, you know, do it, and 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 and, and with, when everything's cool, you name every, it, everything but a black-owned design. And as soon as something pop off, now you want to yell and holler, blah buy blacks. There's a bunch of coffee shops, black-owned coffee shops, in, 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 in urban cities, all over all over this, this country. Black folks walk walk right by and run their clown asses in them Starbucks. Sit there smiling, and and like I said about the Houston thing that happened here several months ago uh, uh, um, in Atlanta, they don't want your black ass in there. Huh? I, I've been in this industry for thirty five years, man. That's why they closed both them Houston's down in Atlanta. They got money. do give a damn. It, it's making 12, $20 dollars a year. These white right folks got money. And before they and before they adhere to your demands, they'll shut that some bitch down. You know why? Because they organized. And their point is, we don't care about your money. As a group, we're not gonna let you tell us how to how to run run our establishment. We'll shut them we'll shut them some bitch down. But all they're gonna do is open them up in a more upscale neighbor, white neighborhood. That's all they're gonna do. You understand this game, man? And all this, everybody running around, whole tepping and all this kind of stuff and, and, and talking about Beyonce and, and Coachella and, you know, oh, she giving money to the HBCU. Beyonce ain't doing a damn thing. Stop lying. And, and, and if she doing, if she has done anything for HBCU, it's a drop in the fucking bucket. Her job is to keep you smiling with your eyes closed, tight, tight, distracted from what's really happened to your silly asses. That's what she get paid for entertainer, same thing with a husband, same thing with all, all these basketball, that's their job, man, They keep you distracted. When you get riled up, oh, man, oh, oh LeBron playing tonight, it's over, out of sight, out of mind. And, and they notice about black folk. It's a joke to them. It's not even out of fear. You, it's a distraction what it really is. I'm going to take this quick commercial break, man. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going I'm I'm to get into this thing, <clears throat> dealing with what happened to this wonderful sister um, here in uh, Macon, you know, just not Macon, but outside of Atlanta, Macon, Georgia, about 45 minutes away from here, and his sister, these two sisters, military. you got these clowns telling you to stand for the damn flag and the foolishness that, that, that went on, that, that happened to these sisters, man. I'm going to take this quick, quick commercial break, and I'm going to come back and, and uh, be back in just a moment, man. Hello, and thank you for watching this short video about getting more dollars into your business. My name is Mr. Jim Hart, and for many businesses, it's rather easy to gain more exposure for their businesses, especially if they are affiliated with an already established company like a Starbucks, McDonald's, or something like that. Many other companies decide not to spend any money on advertisement, and rather they simply depend on great guest-related services that will spread and people will know you from your good works. Yet for many who truly want to get the word out for what they do and what sets their company apart, well, they tend to put their money where their mouth is and invest in just a little into their future, which pours revenue, Back into their company, and that's where we come in. On the Holy Spirit Bob Talk Radio Show, we have access to the entire universe at the push of a button. Our listeners come from all parts of the world as well as locally, too. And with our show, we broadcast five days a week, bringing the latest and most important news to our listeners each and every week. Since we've launched the show last year in June, we have had over 4,000 listeners, and we average have well over 1,500 listeners each month, and that's nearly 400 listeners who tune in per week. So now that we are growing, many of our listeners have asked us if they could advertise on our show. And after some research and a little bit of work, we are happy to announce that we have confirmation from five new visitors uh, already on board, and we thought that it this would be a terrific time to offer a special offering for our future owners and entrepreneurs to be able to have their business create a, new, a newer sale that would strengthen their business as well as develop a stronger and greater community. So our offer is quite, it's quite simple. If you'd like to advertise with us for six months, we're offering a price of $150 which your visits will be featured each day, Monday through Friday, twice on each one-hour broadcast. However, if you'd like to purchase a one-year package, the asking price is $250 for one full year. That's nearly $24 a month of advertisement, as well as if you're doing it, and when we're doing any live broadcasting, your visits will come along with us, as well as your banners and or your posters. In addition, we invite our clients to offer flyers or business cards for opportunity to share with their potential guests and or clients for your business. We are so honored and so humbled to be able to, to be a force in gaining new leads by developing stronger communities and guest services to you, to your staff, and to your entire, entire business. We ask you to follow us, this lead at www holypirreview.org and you can go to our contact page and fill out that form and we will be in contact with you within a 24 hour period we thank you for your response and we hope to see from you hear from you soon again this is Minister G.O. Hart we thank you and may God keep you and continue to bless you all right we're back. And, again, we're we're talking about if you don't know who you are, you won't know where you're going, race in America. So here we are once again. uh, We see racism uh, rear its head uh, from the two Starbucks incident and then to the Cheddar's restaurant issue uh, in Macon, Georgia. And black folks see themselves all across the globe being mistreated and discriminated. And this is a repeated, and train this, this discriminatory act that really, folks, it starts at childbirth. Folks are taught this. You're taught this. Yet on many occasions, most African Americans believe that this is not the case when they see, say, a Beyonce, Bob Johnson, or Oprah are having success. Many, many uh, people of color uh, believe that we all have the same equality uh, on this planet and the devil is a liar. And it's a demonic and systematic. And until we figure out what our demands are and how we're going to, to get it, we will continue to see this parade of, of hatred uh, from every ethnic group across the globe. You know, no time for Hotep and all that and all the shenanigans. It's time. It's it, it due time, people. It's due time to organize. Organize and mobilize So We had this incident uh, At Starbucks And um, That, that um, These two brothers w- w- Were in Starbucks to make a long story short Because everybody is, is doing uh, a, a show on this I, I, I don't want to dive Too much into that I, I want to get the, to, the, to the root of everything And that's dealing with us as a people but nevertheless, uh, these two two brothers were um, waiting for someone in a Starbucks. I think I think someone uh, there was a funeral arrangement going on, and they was just waiting on someone to call them. And one of the managers ended up calling the police. And 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 when that happened, what I did, what I can say is this: I was so happy to finally see white folks standing up and asking the police officer, "What did they do?" I mean, where they? I mean, so that was a wonderful thing to see, because because I always tell white folks, hey, you, you gotta jump in too sometimes. If you're talking righteousness, you just can't sit there and be quiet and and, and let your stuff go on. If, if if we are all the people of God, you can't do that. You cannot do that. So 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 kudos to to, to the white gentleman and the white lady, who was asking the police officers, you know, what, what the hell is going on? You know, and they they handcuffed them, what blew my mind. You know, it's one thing they escort them out, but they put them in handcuffs. Just waiting. So I think a friend of them, somebody died, They they sitting there waiting, you know. And, and let me tell you something. Many times when I'm having my meetings in, in, in downtown Decatur, uh, if, if we have them down there, we would, we, we would meet at Starbucks. And... We would sit, you know, I would sit there or, or, or whatever, and wait for them, or they wait for me, and vice versa. And, um, you know, sometimes we we be patronized, and sometimes sometimes we didn't. But 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 thank God that um you know that 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 never that never happened to us. You know, it's so amazing, man, so amazing. And, and and this thing is trauma. You you must understand that they know what they're doing. You know, the, you know, Neil Fuller said. You can't, ha- you can't have justice and racism and white supremacy at the same time. You can't have it. And, and the problem is they be damned. They're not, they not giving that shit up. I'm sorry. Pardon my French, but they are never giving it up. But that's why they're dying off. And, and, and nevertheless, so that was one incident. And then we had another, another incident where the brother uh, recorded he asked to use the bathroom. And again, another location, Starbucks, and the manager told him no, he couldn't use the bathroom. So he sat back and he saw a white young white guy coming come in there, and he he got the code because you got to get a code to get into the bathroom. He got the cold, went in the bathroom. He was about to leave, so the brother was like, you know, hey, you know, did 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 you buy anything? yet? he he, he said no. Are you planning on buying anything? And the white the white guy was saying no. I, you know, he hadn't planned on buying anything, but but but. Of course, when when the brother approached the manager and said, "Hey, this guy came in here used the bathroom and, and you let him," and so on and so forth, and then the manager got you know she got belligerent, saying, "You know, get the camera out of my face," and so on and so forth, and, and and the brother the brother did that, and he and he re- re- removed the camera, out, you know, out of his, you know um away from the manager, but then the white guy jumped in line, you know, and decided he was going to buy something, but that wasn't the point. <laughs> the, the the point was. He came in there first and asked to use the bathroom didn't buy anything and he needed to get the cold to get his, get into the bathroom and she gave it to him. but when the brother went to ask did, do the same thing, she told him no she told him no and i, I I'm not sure if she told him he had, he had to buy something or whatever I, I don't remember but 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 nevertheless, you know this is what happened so now uh the owner of starbucks he he put out this this two minute video saying he's closing all stores. To have some type of um, uh, training, you know, whatever. Let me tell you something. Like I said in the beginning, uh, uh, when I opened the show, this stuff is embedded in, in 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 America, but worldwide. And they know this shit. They know it. I saw the sister the other day on on, uh, on TED Talks, and I, and and I told a friend of mine. I said, I'm so sick and tired of us always trying to make white folks feel good. We, we we're not gonna kill you. We see we're we're good people. That's not the case, people. From 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 hist from from history to everything else, we are told a bold faced lie about this world coming out your mother's womb. And it, and, and it puts one race of people superior over another. That's the first lie. You would have to end. They're not gonna do that. They're not gonna do that. And 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 that's and and that's where the, the 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 satanic part comes in. This thing is going to end, as I always say. God is he he he's separating the the shaft from the wheat, and these people see themselves just dying off all kind of ways. Not 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 even just opioids, but they, they, they die of all, all, all kind of diseases and, and, and cancerous uh, 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 situations. And, and the fear is the fear of a black planet. But guess what? It was supposed to be a black planet in the first place. <laughs> until you rudely, as uh, Professor Carver, our author says, until white folks rudely interrupted God's plan. And decided, okay, these people are so nice and so kind. Let me just rule their asses and dominate them, and just take over. But what they didn't they didn't understand is it ain't about the people. It's about the universe, <laughs> and, and and the universe can, can can kill and destroy. Not you know they sit there looking at black folk, but the universe is doing it, and it's putting things back in order. Glory to God. Putting things back in its original place, and and there's no lie, uh, uh, no bomb, no disease you can come up with that's gonna save your ass and have a new world order. And what a mighty shame that is, man. You you, you got a race of people that are hanging on by by a thread of all their lives, all the I mean, all the bloody shed. So amazing. You had the brother, uh, the professor. I forgot his name. I, I, I met this brother, um, but he was in Atlanta. I, I worked for Emory. I, you know, I, I was a bartender. <clears throat> James, I've I his last name, but um, he, he does a lot of the PBS specials, you know, on, on Africa and, and Cuba. Wonderful brother. I, I met him, and here it is. He teaches at Harvard University, and broad daylight, like two o'clock in the afternoon, been living there. Over five fucking years or whatever, almost ten years, his neighbor's been a long time too. He coming home from a damn a uh, 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 business meeting or what have you, and misplaced his keys, and he decided to go, you know, through the back, through his backyard because he he got a key back there under a rock or whatever, or what have you. White woman across the street gonna see him, broad fucking daylight with luggage, people freaking luggage, and call the police and say Is there a stranger back there. And then the idiot police bring their ass over there and ask them, Do you live here? The hell you think? I just, I, I bring luggage to raw people. Just ask them. That. And again, this shit's embedded in, 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 in every last one of them Arabs, Asians, Indians. It's embedded. and, 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 and I don't apologize for this. It's the, it's the truth on how we're treated. And again, you—you—you you, you know, black folks. If you don't know where, who you are, you won't know where you're going, man. You won't know where, where, where you're going. This wonderful sister, these two sisters that um, that was in Macon, Macon, Georgia, and um, they were going to a Cheddar's restaurant. So amazing. They go into a damn cheddar's restaurant, and one of them is eight months pregnant. So, you know, everyone knows that if you're pregnant, you can park in a in a handicapped spot if you're pregnant for the most part, you know. So, the two military servicemen, soldiers, the women, they park there, white car behind them. They get out the car, they screaming and hollering and cussing at them, calling them lesbians, black bitches. Oh, I ain't gonna get that lesbians in the military now all kind of names from the parking lot. These sisters go inside to get ready to have a meal, and the, and the, and the white man you know, and his, and his old-ass mama, some 72-year-old two, two white woman, uh, continue to berate them, call them names, and uh, gay, lesbian, bitches, black bitches, all in, in, in military uniforms. got the narrative to say stand for the flag, they, because the reason the reason why I like this story, because they know that flag don't mean a damn thing to us. They know that all the, the Constitution, the flag, ain't got a damn thing to do with us. And and, and I love how Fannie Fan Lou Hamer. She said it best when 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 she said, "That flag is drenched in blood." I mean, drenched in blood. And yet you, you have two people fighting for them for them two head's life, and yet then the old ass woman she she while the sister who was pregnant was trying to, because they were so uh, irate and, and, and calling them out of their names. The sister began to record them. What did the white woman do? She grabs the damn phone and slaps the soldier in uniform. just just all out slapped in uniform and this is this is the kind of stuff as a people we deal with in uniform these too many of these people, white white folks not all of them when they see us they see a nigger. Whether you're the president of the United States or you're in the military, you're you in fricking military. You a nigger, and they've been trained to believe that their, their race is better than anything. Anything's better than a nigger. That's what that, that's what they used to say. That, that that was the saying. Anything is better than a nigger. So amazing. So amazing, man. That um, this kind of foolishness goes on. In 2018, and, and what, what broke my heart was they, wait, they waited to the next day to, to lock her ass up. The white ladies who slapped the soldier, and, and what was so amazing? These soldiers kept their composures and, and, and never swung back, never called them out their name. And she kept saying, "Ma'am, ma'am, I'm pregnant." All the while being called a black bitch and nigger, everything in the book, and not and, and not one. Did, did did um they step out of character wearing that uniform? So amazing, man! I'm gonna play this insert, man, by dear brother uh, Kwame Ture. Wonderful insert uh, that he that he did, and, and and I want you to hear what he's saying about us being not being organized, and um, but yet we mobilize, you know, and uh, every time something pop off. Black folk want to jump in there and fight and holler and, and, you know, and scream. But wh- why are we, why why do we have to keep waiting on shit to pop off to organize and do what need, needs to be done now? Because you don't know who, who the hell you are. Because, because if you knew you, you, you were a child of God and a reflection of God, you'll be moving in your authority without anything popping off. And you're wasting all your time going to church because nobody tells you this stuff in the church. It's a sin that you're not moving in your authority. you going to your job. No, yeah, I work my job. I'm faithful. No, 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 no. no. He told you to subdue the earth. Didn't he tell you that? Have dominion. And our black ass don't, don't, don't even own nothing. No land, no water, no river, nothing. Nightclub, strip club. Oh, yeah. Sports ball. Not even a damn dealership. Not at least shame yourself. I'll play this thing by Kwame Ture and um, let you check it out. 60s. Of course, the capitalist system lies
1: all the time. Some people think it lies all the time, but it lies. Did you get that mixed for it. This, then, seems to me to be the first lesson that we would have to acquire from the 60s. Of course, the capitalist system lies all the time. Some people think it lies some of the time, but it lies all of the time. And in lying, it is it has an attempt to make us think that in the 60s we were an organized people and everything was all right. We were not organized. We were mobilized people. Thus, are we to get a heavy lesson from the 60s, the lessons must be clear. Immobilized people, really, and instinctive people, and spontaneous people who struggle, struggle like animals. Even if we take the example of Miami, we can see it clearly here. In Miami, we're oppressed, just like we are everywhere else. But we wait until an outside force provokes us into action. Everywhere you will see us, it is always an outside force that provokes the African masses into action, even on the campus here. I told some brothers the other day, you want to organize all the African students on the campus? I can do it overnight. All I got to do is write a filthy sign derogatory against them, put them on the campus, next day they all come to meet (laughs) me. And one of the errors that must be corrected a people struggling for their freedom cannot depend upon an external force to put them into motion. They must have an internal dynamism of their own. Consequently, the African masses, in drawing lessons from the 60s, must come quickly to understand that they must have a dynamism in their hands to tell them when to attack the enemy, how to attack the enemy, and where to carry their struggle. The 60s must come to be qualified from a mobilized struggle to an organized struggle. We say they fight like animals. You back an animal up against a wall, and the animal, even a rabbit, will come out striking at you until you back up. Those Africans, once provoked, come out striking wildly as they do in Miami. The police retreats, give them some concessions, and then the police comes back with more repression. None of the gains made by a mobilized people can be maintained. It is only an organized people who can make gains and use those gains to further their struggle. Indeed, the gains made by the 60s since they were made by an unorganized people in a state of mobilization, have not been used by the people, but in fact used by the enemy against the people. It is clear for the history of African